All right, everybody, welcome to the Thursday episode of Locked on NHL. We are now in a regular season when it comes to a brand new NHL season, and therefore we are back with the power rankings. We were doing some power rankings over the offseason. Who could win trophies? Who could win, you know, or best coach in, in the league and power ranking and everything. But we are back to every Thursday, week in, week out, power ranking NHL teams 1 to 32. How are you feeling this year, Denker? You're liking what we're uh, what we're presenting this year, or what? Presenting what exactly in terms of what the teams, the quality of talent that is out there in the NHL this year? Or well, yeah, you know, I, I was doing uh, Locked On Avalanche, obviously, and Kyle and I and Jack from Locked On Blackhawks, we did a crossover and just on Wednesday. And and we did the crossover, talked about two teams, obviously. And then we kind of like made our official predictions, all three of us. And the one thing that I was was saying was like, I want to see more uh, closeness in the standings in the East. Like the East is very strong, but it's very top heavy. And you knew who the playoff teams were going to be by Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then at the end of the year... Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the Bruins who were the second wild card. Is that right? If you, uh, yes, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, yes. And then the drop off to who was next to them again, I'm pretty sure was Detroit. And it was like 25 point difference between them and them making a wild card. So, yeah, I mean, like what we're presenting this year, do you think we're going to have more of uh, I think the teams might be more of the same in the East? But you, you think we're going to see better races for some of these wildcard spots this year with some of these teams improving like Ottawa and, you know, Buffalo is going to be better, but I don't think they're going to be in a, a playoff spot or the Devils or what, you know, all the teams that missed out. Should they be a little bit closer than they were last year? I would hope so. You know, it, it definitely makes our lives easier here on the show, you know, the, talking about the same 16 teams all year long. Yeah, but man. yeah, I mean, but, you, you know, I a team that and, and I guess this is a good way to start the conversation. You know, I I think there's a lot of talent out there distributed evenly among the teams for the most part. Uh, one team that I really thought was going to, you know, we were going to see some sort of uh, you know, fire from them right on is is Columbus. And, you know, granted, yeah, Carolina's a good team. They were one of the best teams last year in the East. And Blue Jackets could only get one goal out there. And they lose Line a for three or four weeks now. So, yeah, you know, that's I think that's the one thing uh, when we're looking at the collection of talent in a lot of these teams. It's, it's, it's yeah, the, you got the players, you know, Columbus, again, to use them as an example. You got the two-headed monster in net. And you got Gurdjieff and... Line, but can these guys play together? And, and that's always the big thing that we always talk about. I mean, we spoke about it last year with Vegas, you know, getting Jack Eichel. Can these guys, this this group of superstars, and, and I think the best case study has been Toronto. Can these guys play together and, and be mm -hmm. successful on the ice? And, you know, that's going to be a question we're going to be asking ourselves all season long. Definitely will be. But, um, I, I mean, to answer my own question, I think we will. I think we'll have a little bit. Uh, more of a closer race when it comes to uh, these divisions and these wild card spots and these division spots. Um, I, I, I say that in, in you know, kind of meaning I don't think it's going to be cut and dry by Christmas or or the new year. 
um, when you know the teams that are in um, and all that's remaining for them is just seeding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of, you know, those playoff teams, it was just, there was, there was nothing going in the East. And yeah, for us, when we do the power rankings at one point in time, it just was stagnant. Like nothing was, <laughs> you had the movement in the top and the bottom just remained the same yeah. for half the year. So I just want to see that. I want to see teams go on runs. Um, and I think there, there's more skill on those bottom teams in the East that can do that from time to time. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, you know, uh, what what do you think in the West? We'll talk about the West quickly. And then we'll, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we'll bring up the graphic for our uh, opening week power rankings. But uh, your thoughts on the West? I mean, we had just to recap last year, we had a couple of teams that were really surprisingly good. I don't think anybody really expected the seasons that the Ducks and the Kings had. And, and, you know, hopefully that continues, you know, and, and hopefully the Kraken get better, you know, yeah. hopefully see a little bit more production from Vegas just for, you know, just purpose of having some sort of, you know, you know, competitiveness down the stretch. Uh, hopefully we, you know, we just see all the teams continue to improve. A team that I loved and enjoy watching last year was Dallas. And, and I think that they're, they're poised to take a big step this year. Uh, I mean, you're obviously more familiar with the West than I am. I mean, who, when you're, especially now that you're the Stanley Cup champions, uh, you know, congratulations. We are. We are I made a comment. I made a comment Appreciate to someone that. the other day, you know, saying it feels weird not starting the first episode of the season by does talking it? about our banner raising. But, oh, does it? Um, yeah. 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 I, uh, I can talk about it if you want me to. But Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the West is kind of similar to that, where I think the East has improved on those bottom teams. Sure, there's some in the West that have. Seattle will be interesting. Um, I think there's one. They're one of those teams that will be improved. Will they be enough to grab a, a wild card spot or even a you know top three spot? I don't think so. Um, but that's the beauty of hockey. You got to play it. And then yeah, those teams. You know, there was a little bit of movement, obviously, with Kadri going to Calgary, um, and, and all the moves that Calgary made. Um, how how powerful are they? Um, and Vegas will be interesting. Are are they going to miss out again? I think a lot of people are are, are thinking they might. Uh, they're, they're one of those fringe teams. So um, you mentioned Anaheim. I don't know. Like we asked that question so many times last year. Do you remember? Yeah. Like because they, they had such a hot start, and we asked that question: Can they sustain this? And they, it seemed like they were for a while, and then it just yeah. like, fell off a cliff, and they were done. Yeah. So um, I I think there, I I like what they're building there. Uh, but I think they're just too young and they might need a little bit of time. So um, that's the beauty of an NHL season. There's so many. And Vancouver is another team, which yeah. I think we're going to get into when we bring up the power rankings. But um, <clears throat> why don't we mention Bet Online? And then uh, after that, we'll, we'll bring up the graphic and we'll kind of go through who our hosts over at Lockdown NHL have uh, ranked from one through 32. But first, betonline.net it's your number one source for football betting this season and of course hockey season because that just started too don't forget about us uh find all the latest player developments team matchups news podcasts and in-depth articles and analysis on every game that you can find as always bet online remains your continued source for all of your sport wagering information with live betting and up to the minute scores for every sport of out there 
the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Uh, speaking of Major League Baseball, Denker, are you doing okay, my man? Uh, we'll talk off camera about uh, that. I, I do. I root for him. I root for him. I, I, that's fall from grace. It's too bad. For people who don't know, I'm a Met fan, so yeah. I live yeah. a life of pain. <laughs> Uh, head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. That's betonline.net where the game starts. All right, everybody. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be bringing up this graphic right there. <clears throat> There's your first week's power rankings. Uh, if you're not and you're listening in your car or at home, um, we'll go through these. So, uh, I usually bring up the top 10 and then kind of, uh, we'll nitpick throughout uh, but your top 10 looks like this. Number 10, the St. Louis Blues. Number 9, the Minnesota Wild. Number 8, the Edmonton Oilers. Number 7, the Florida Panthers. Number 6, the Calgary Flames. Number 5, the New York Rangers. Number 4, the Carolina Hurricanes. Number 3, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And number 2, well, number two and number one is your Stanley Cup uh, matchup from last year. Two, the Tampa Bay Lightning, and number one, the Colorado Avalanche. Um, and I know it probably looks like because we host this show that our teams are number one and number two. Like I said, everybody votes on this uh, across the board from uh, Lockdown NHL. So um, I, I I was a little surprised the Leafs were at, or excuse me, the Lightning were at number two. Um, I think they're definitely a top five team, uh, but I thought uh, maybe people are just voting at least for week one, um, you know, your Stanley Cup champion. But what? give me your overall thoughts, at least in the top 10. We'll start there. Well, didn't we have this conversation last year, Chris, when we did the rankings? Well, when we yeah, started the rankings, uh, you know, who do just because you play in the Stanley Cup final, do you deserve, unless you have some massive shakeup, do you deserve to be in the top two? Um, mm-hmm. The Lightning, I mean, they're a team where, you know, obviously I'm a little, I may be a little biased in the way I talk about them, but I, I like to think I'm overly harsh to a certain degree about them. But I feel like this is, and, and I spoke about this on my show, I think this is, if we're looking at the other three years, uh, the other two, well, the last, the past three years, Stanley Cup final teams. I think this year's team is probably the weakest mm-hmm. of the bunch. So I was a little shocked when I saw them at two. Uh, and, and, you know, our, our listeners who listen to us a lot on the Thursday slot, no surprise to them. Um, I'm so shocked that the Leafs are up this high. Um, you know, you're I, not, I, they have the Leafs, are you? They have no goaltending this year. They're, they're basing oh. their entire season off of if Matt Murray could stay healthy. And well, yeah. I, I mean, can't you say that about anybody though? If if said player can stay healthy, isn't that kind of like a, a normal thing? I guess. Aren't I we just ranking? Making, yeah. Aren't we just also ranking them high because of Austin Matthews? I mean, would you, the would reigning you Richard Trophy dude is one of the best players in the league. When you have the oil right. on, on that reasoning, when you have the Oilers in the top five because of Connor McDavid, who by the way scored a hat trick last night. He did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's another team that I, I thought was maybe a little bit on the low side. They're at number eight um, to start the year. I, a lot of people are, do you get the impression that like, everybody's high on the Oilers at the beginning of every season because of that two headed monster with dry and McDavid. And, and then, you know, they, they always have a good regular season. 
Yeah. Um, and then things seem to fall apart in in the playoffs. But uh, I, where, where are you going to put them, though? I mean, if they're number eight, you got Florida above them. What do you think about the Flames at six? I think a lot of people are liking the Flames. Um, and are they are they where they're supposed to be? Or do you feel like they're a top five team? Right now, I like the Flames where they are because, you know, a lot so much was made about that trade between them and Florida in the offseason. Huberdeau going up to Calgary and 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 uh, Kachuk going to Florida. And, yeah, it's a big trade. Obviously, you know, Kachuk, one of the, the young stars still up and coming in the league, you know, coming fresh off his 100, first 100-point season. But if you look at the roster, you know, and, and you add Kadri to that mix, I mean, the Flames didn't get worse, you know, to say that maybe they got no. better. You're going to have to wait. But, yeah, I, th- I like them where they are. Um, I have mm-hmm. more of an issue. But if we're, you know, if, if you want to move them into the top five, you know, maybe because they do now have a little bit more depth, I guess, if you want to say that from that trade. Do you kick the Hurricanes out? You know, I was a little shocked by the Hurricanes yeah. and, you know, it. I don't know. They just don't strike me as a team that they have a lot of tools. They just don't know how to how to direct that talent towards really success. You know, <laughs> they make the playoffs. They make a lot of noise in the Metropolitan, but that's pretty much as far as it goes. I think that I feel like and I like the Hurricanes. Uh, yeah, and again, on that show, uh, that was my Stanley Cup final was the Avalanche and the Hurricanes. Um, but they, they do have that like Edmonton Oilers East in them. Yeah. Like they're a very good team. Um, and then once they get to the playoffs, but you can say the same thing about the Maple Leafs, obviously yeah. with that, the first round tr- uh, struggles that they've had. So a lot of it is, um, you know, outside of Tampa who proves that they can make it no matter where they are in the standings. Yeah. Um, because they've made it the past three years in a row, all these other teams are like, you got to prove it to us because yeah. you haven't proven it so far. Cause Tampa's taken all of you guys out. Yeah. So until you can prove that and then, you know, overcome that and, you know, other struggles that come throughout the, uh, the season and the playoffs and get to a Stanley cup final outside of Tampa Bay, to me, it's all like you got to prove it. And that goes yeah. for Carolina. That goes for Toronto. That goes for Florida. Um, all those top teams have not been able to come, overcome Tampa. And until they do, you know, Tampa's driving in the driver's seat. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I agree with you. I, I think, yeah, you, almost by default, just because of what Tampa's done, even though they did not win the Stanley Cup final last year. Uh, you know, the fact that they still got back there. Yeah, I guess by default, they should be our number two. Uh, but, you know, maybe we'll save this for the the biggest rise or, you know, teams to shuffle around segment. But mm-hmm. I just judging from opening night, Chris, and, and maybe just because of how they handled my lightning. But New York is sneaky, scary. The, the Rangers, just the, the, the way they what I saw Tuesday night. Uh, if I was the Metropolitan yeah. Division of the rest of the East, I'd be scared. <laughs> yeah, like the Rangers. I, I like the Rangers. Um, <clears throat> this is this is like the year where uh, Alex Lafreniere, Lafreniere and, and Capocacco have got to take that next step. If they do, yeah, Rangers are, are a, a, a str- they're going to be a big opponent for anybody. 
Um, and I think that's the rub on the Rangers right now. They have an all-world goalie. They have one of the best top lines in the league. They have insane talent and skill there. Where they start to fall off is on that bottom six. They have guys that can produce that just haven't yet. Yeah. So it's like okay, it, and they're just they're they're young on those, those bottom six positions. And yeah, it's one of those things where it's like if they if those guys can take the next step, it doesn't have to be this ginormous leap, and and it just has to be just better production. There's still a little bit better production, and yeah, Rangers Rangers could be a problem for people, but that's another one that's just like it could go either way for them. If they don't get that from your depth, you're going nowhere. You're going nowhere. So, uh, but I do like that. At least that first game anyway, uh, they looked good. Um, All right. Let's kind of get into these, these middle, like the teens, our adolescent group here. Um, Anybody kind of that, that middle column there, the 11 through 21, um, Anybody jump out you that's in the wrong spot, in the right spot, or can make a move? I, and, and some people from Boston may not like this. I think the Bruins are a little too high. I And on the other side of that, I think the Canucks are a little low. I think Bruins, I would, Bruins at 13, by the way, and the yeah. Canucks are at 21. A lot of people yeah. are high on the Canucks, but yeah. I, yeah, I just like what the Canucks did down the stretch last year. They have the coach now, uh, Bruce Brudeau. Yeah. And they have a lot of young talent there. And yeah, it's a, one of those situations too where, you know, if, if you could just get that talent to produce together at one and work as a team, I mean, I mean, it goes back to what you said before about the Rangers. It could go either way. And I think that applies to the Canucks because I think they have so much potential to, you know, I'm not saying they're going to finish top five in the West, but I mean, I wouldn't rule it out if they did. Yeah. Um, And and then the Bruins, I just feel like this is the last ride for them. I mean, you you didn't have a good, a a very good season last year. You're, you're, you're bringing former players out of the woodworks. David Krejci came back uh, from the Czech Republic out of retirement. So, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think they have the team to make the playoffs this year, especially coming out of the Atlantic. Um, you know, you're talking about battling the, Le- the, the the Leafs, the Lightning and the Panthers for the for those spots. And then, you know, now you're banking on probably trying to get in through a wild card spot. And you look at, you know, some of the teams out of the East. I just think it's too tall of a task for a team like this who is really on their last leg of that core. Yeah, and we talked about Bruins in the beginning. <clears throat> they were the the second wild card team in, and the distance between them and uh, the Red Wings, which I'm pretty sure that was the team, yeah, uh, was so vast. Has everybody been? Can people close that gap? That's a big gap. So, is it a combination of those teams getting better and the Bruins just getting like another year older, yeah. uh, which they just feel like they're the oldest team in the league, but they're not. Yeah. Believe it or not. Um, uh, it. it yeah, they'll be an interesting team. I think people give the Bruins the benefit of the doubt because they're the Bruins. And yeah. it just seems like they're always there. They always seem to figure out a way to be relevant. So I, I'm not, I wasn't anticipating them starting any lower. Um, I figured they'd be kind of right on where they are. And let's just see how the season works itself out. And, you know, we'll vote accordingly. Vancouver, you mentioned them. They're like the, the sexy pick. And, and they a team like them usually seems to be, and everybody wants to throw around the, well, you know, they were on a 106 point pace. If, if they had, I can't remember how people are wording it, but like if Boudreaux had been there 
uh, all season. They yeah. would have had a hundred. Like you can't, you can't say that. Like that's not how it works. Um, you have to just forget about that. And 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 because yeah. when when he took over, were they out of it? No, but they had so much ground to make up. Yeah. Um, you can't just say like, well, if he had been there all season, no, it's not how it works. So, but will they be better this year? Yeah, I definitely think they will be. Um, I think they have the, you know, he's the the perfect coach for any team. <laughs> that guy is amazing. Um, but yeah, um, 21, I do think that is a little low for Vancouver to, to start off uh, the power rankings. Maybe a few more up than that. Um, I, and this is like the interesting one. Look at where the Senators are. Yeah. Ottawa's at 15 to start the season. And a team that has just done next to nothing for which seems like, you know, 50 years, um, <laughs> but has gotten better. I, again, going back to the uh, the picks that we made, I have them as a wild card, man. I think they got very, very good and much more improved in the offseason. And uh, watch out for the Senators for making some noise this year. Yeah, they're, they're definitely one of those teams. I did a... Uh crossover episode this offseason with the guys from locked on centers and and there is mutual agreement all around this team you know they have been quietly getting better over the last couple years obviously the big move this past offseason was alex the brinket so and and you pair him up with with kachuk up there it's that's going to be an interesting duo to watch i mean and, and another team that i feel like is just right in the same boat and and you know maybe i'm jumping a column real quick here but over at 22, the Detroit Red Wings, I feel like those two teams are in the same boat too as well. You know, talk about two teams who, if if the season starts out on the right foot, we're talking about two teams that could potentially shake up the whole dynamic of the Eastern Conference. And I mean more so in the fact that winning wildcard spots. Right. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I might be a, a big ask or a reach that they could take a division spot. But yeah, yeah the Red Wings – should be improved and the team right next to them at 23 the devils yeah should be improved like this is what i like i like seeing this in the east like those teams that were at the bottom were just like you know we we got to get better and that's been happening over the course of a handful of seasons and now they're they're at the point where they can start making some waves uh the red wings are definitely that team the devils are definitely that team we talked about the senators um even even buffalo Buffalo's yeah. at 25 right now. Um, I, I don't see them, you know, really competing for a wild card spot, but I do see them competing a lot better and being in games and, and maybe upsetting some standings like late in the season. Like, again, another East Eastern team that I just feel like improved themselves and are, are no longer going to be looked at as kind of like a laughing stock. Um, there's teams that have supplanted them as the laughing stock, but I don't think it's the Sabres anymore. I don't think it's the Red Wings anymore. Uh, and you like to see that, you know, teams need to do things and, and yeah. adjust and adapt and make moves. And you're seeing that, uh, the Red Wings, it seems like it's been going on for quite a while. Uh, but they're finally, I feel like about to maybe move up some rankings. Uh, so those are three teams, the, the Red Wings, the Devils and the Sabres coming at 22, 23 and 25. It'd be interesting to see where they are at the end of the season in these rankings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick, Chris, yep. I, I didn't, I didn't get to ask you who, who do you think's a little too high on this list? You know, 
Well, Vegas is always too high, no matter where they are. Um, <laughs> I just, I knew it. From the minute you took that deep exhale, I knew where that was coming. <laughs> no, I, I, Vegas is at 18. I'm fine with them right there. Uh, I, I think they're, they're, they're okay with it. Too high? Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of with you on the Bruins. Um, and you know what, man? We'll, we'll go back even to the first column with, with St. Louis. Mm. I've kind of fallen out of favor a little bit with St. Louis. I think they were like high on everybody's lists. And I don't know. I just feel like the other teams in the division just made, I mean, they did a, a, a good, uh, they picked up a good goalie uh, with Huso. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. Like I, I just feel, no, he's gone. Isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's gone. in, he's in he Detroit. Went to, he went to Detroit, right? Yeah. yeah, so they lost him. So you're saying um, Detroit gets bumped up to 10, the Blues go to 22. Yeah, we'll, we'll swap a team, <laughs> a, a 12 uh, spot difference. No, I don't know. I, I just, I again, I get it why some of these teams are where they are to start the season. Sometimes you get teams the benefit of the doubt. And I think that's true with St. Louis, but I think the Predators got better. I Predators are at 12. I think the Predators are going to be easily a top 10 team. That's not saying much. They're 12, only two spots out. But by the end of the year, I, I would not surprise me. You know, I think everybody thinks the Avalanche are going to win the, the division. Um, I think the, the Predators could be the second team in that division. It's going to be a good division. It's going to be tight. But I think the Predators could be uh, number two. Um, so, yeah, I think maybe early on, maybe St. Louis is a little bit too high. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. What about – uh, well, we'll kind of like look at the bottom dwellers here. Obviously, Arizona's at 32. The Blackhawks are at 31. The Flyers are at 30. Uh, and then uh, keep going up. Sharks, Canadians, Kraken, 29, 28, 27. Um, I, you're, I think Coyotes and the Blackhawks are entrenched there yeah. all year long. I, I don't think they're getting out of there. I think the Flyers are as well. Um, mm. I think the case, not right now. But I think the case within the next couple of weeks, and we'll see a steady rise, I think we'll see the Sharks breaking 